Mark 1. Conversations at the speed of sound. So I'm standing in the courtyard at the Queensland Air Museum with two representatives from the Royal Flying Doctor Service, the RFDS, uh, Kim and John. Uh, could you tell us uh, what your roles are with the, the RFDS? Oh, hi Gary, yes, John and I are basically community ambassadors for the Flying Doctors. We've got this new role to represent the brand and drive around uh, or tow the RFDS simulator, which is a replica aircraft, King Air B200. And we're going to drive around Queensland basically, um, engaging with the communities and talking about the life-saving work of the Flying Doctors. And John, what about you? Same thing, just drive around and make sure we're safe, <laughs> make sure we get on time and yeah, set everything up, sell a few things. Yep. Well, I can vouch for the fact that you know, you've got a great thing going here because you were here with us all day yesterday at our uh, Autumn Open Day for Women in Aviation and uh, a lot of people through the place and I, it was just fantastic to have you guys set up here with your simulator and I hope that you were able to have some interesting conversations with people because it was great to have you here. Um, the, the story of this simulator, I mean, it, how did that come about? Yeah, basically uh, they, they built simulators for each section of the Flying Doctors uh, in Western Australia. Who, who built them? Coleman, Coleman. Coleman Designs. Yeah, okay. yeah, also to train crew as well so I know some of the other sections train the crew in the simulators we in Queensland haven't quite used it that way which but we are on the end of this month we're having a nurse training day in Brisbane mm. um, but it purely in the beginning was for fundraising events so we could get out there and just sort of raise some money and also show people what it's like to be inside the aircraft but now it's more for a community engagement uh, showing how the crew work in, mm. in, in such a confined space <laughs> Oh, it's a, I mean, it's a fantastic looking thing, you know, it's very arresting and, you know, you've got the, the four-wheel drive that's in the same colours and, you, and you've got your logos and it's very impressive to look at, but you actually do nurse training and, and crew training in this, or you, you will yeah, be? I think it's going to start up a little bit more. We're hoping for a little bit more equipment in, inside, real-life real um, well, yeah, real, real equipment that yeah. the, the crew can train with and we want to make it a little bit more interactive so it's a bit more of a real feel but we haven't quite got there yet but we, we're building on it being a new program and we're, we're getting a new vehicle soon from Izuzu they're our national um, partner Izuzu Ute Australia so it will be branded the car will be branded the same as the sim which will be amazing and stand out I think John you were telling me this was only a couple of years ago this was built 2019 or something 2019 so how often have you been on the road we have only been on the road for two months, probably six to eight weeks. So we've only just started this role. So, so COVID shut you down for a it while? Shut it down, yes, that's right. It was left in a caravan storage place at Burpengary, I think, okay. for over 12 months. And last year they got it on the road and they decided to change the role and make it a full-time role, mm. hence the two of us. Okay. They, they wanted a couple and we, we'd done a few things with the RFDS. Kim's been a long-time employee of them and... I've been volunteering off and on for a few years and they offered it to us so we thought bugger it, let's give it a go. 
And it makes sense for a couple to be travelling together to these various locations. So you're you're all travelling around just in Queensland, just Queensland is that right? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. where are you, I think you're heading to Charleville tomorrow? Yeah, up to Charleville for the week. Um, we're going to visit the visitor centre and talk to passer, pass, pass, sorry, can't talk, <laughs> passer buyers <laughs> and tourists and uh, travellers because that's what we're there for. The, the grey nomads and the travellers really respect the flying doctors and we like to tell yes. them a little bit more about what we do. It's, it's more than just evacuations and it's the, it's the inter-hospital transfers, the mental health, there's oral health, there's so much more to the flying doctors so, and, and that's what we're trying to do just to meet the people in the communities and uh, thank our supporters as well. I mean, am I right to say it's a unique service, really, in the in the world, the RFDS? Oh, definitely, one of a kind. And that's where we find tourists. I was talking to someone here at the air show yesterday from America, and they were absolutely amazed with what we do. And their daughter is actually taking a, a turn now. She's taken a brochure to become a, hopefully, become a pilot in the future. She was absolutely amazed with what we, we offer. And, I mean, we, we parked you in the courtyard yesterday next to our RFDS de Havilland Drover, the John Flynn, which uh, is still undergoing restoration, but it's getting close and uh, it, it's looking great. We have a number of pilots here, retired now, who flew for the RFDS over the years and uh, they all have <laughs> fascinating stories to tell. But as you say, it's, it's more than just uh, the emergency evacuations, isn't it? So you, you do a lot of work. Um, where, what sort of areas of, of Australia does RFDS cover? Oh, every corner. <laughs> the further, they say the, the furthest corners. So yeah. Queensland, obviously we cover all of Queensland and we work in with life flight where we need to as well, depending if there's a, a aircraft or a helicopter required. So we're getting a super base built in Brisbane next year and we're going to have life flight beside us and retrieval services Queensland so it's going to be one big emergency um, super base which okay. is fantastic. So John what's, um, what's inside this simulator if somebody was to come inside and have a look what are they going to see? It, it, it's got a cockpit it's not an interactive cockpit um, in the rear there's four seats and two beds uh, all the lighting um, all the electrical components that could be hooked up to the proper machines that they would normally use which we do want to try and get we we're in the process of feeling out who we could get them from so so what are we talking defibrillators that yeah, sort of thing? things like that that's right and uh, one of the nurses in Brisbane has set aside a dummy mannequin for Excellent. us so Excellent. hopefully we can still get that in the future so with the help from this particular nurse we'll we'll see what we can get in the future but because the thing sat idle for so long and it hasn't really been used to it its, it, it, its extent, so we, it's a new role for us and we're trying to just grab everything we can, and much like what you guys do here yeah. with these That's exactly what we yeah. do here, you grab yeah. what you can. Yeah, that's right, and that's what we, this relationship we've got with this nurse, she's, she's been there for a long time and she said she'll help us out where she can, so... And she's the one that's organising the nurse training day in a few weeks' time. So okay. I think that's the first time they've used it for quite some time So okay. because it's been in mothballs for so long. So Now, our drover used to have mannequins as well, uh, two people in the back with the stretchers and all kinds of things. But unfortunately, over the years, they seem to have <laughs> walked. Uh, so we're looking to replace them. But uh, again, to demonstrate what kind of things went on here. Are you organising a group outing for your club? 
maybe a reunion or even a birthday party. Perhaps you're planning an evening event and you're looking for a unique venue. At the Queensland Air Museum, we welcome inquiries from groups to visit the museum between 10am and 4pm and can offer a highly enjoyable experience in aviation history. Tours are conducted by our experienced volunteer guides. Bring your lunch and make a day of it. Hangar 2 at the museum is a unique and welcoming space. 3,000 square metres of sealed floor space, undercover but open on two sides, allowing cooling breezes and ambient light. Tables and chairs located under the wings of our historic aircraft. After hours, the venue can accommodate up to 200 people with chairs only, or up to 120 people seated at tables. And we have played host to hangar dances, birthday parties and even opera nights in the hangar. Imagine performing on stage with the oldest DC-3 in Australia as your backdrop. Contact us under bookings on the Queensland Air Museum website or email our Tours and Events Manager at tours at qldair.museum or phone us with your inquiry. The Queensland Air Museum Caloundra, an amazing, welcoming and unique venue for your tour or event. So, Kim, when you go to these events, and including yesterday, what sort of questions do people ask you? What are they, do, you know, who, who talks to you most? Is it young people? Is it children? Who, who takes an interest? Ah, oh, usually the adults. So the kids run to the cockpit. <laughs> so we use the opportunity then to talk to the, the parents and the older children, basically. It's, uh, we either inside or outside the sim and just telling them about the good work. A lot of them firstly ask if we are a pilot and a nurse. <laughs> but um, we tell them we're basically the ground crew so that the crew can be doing what they do best. So we're not taking them off yes. their job, we're representing them. and they really appreciate that. So we do get asked some odd questions and we can refer people to our website for more detail, but that's that's the idea of the community engagement where we're finding out what people ask, what feedback there is, what we can offer them, and we're building the program. So it's, it's all about the engagement. We had an interesting one yesterday. A lady come straight up to us and said, I was born on an RFDS plane. Wow. Yeah, unreal. Really, that's the wow. first one we've we've heard. Yeah, yeah so they try it to was, avoid that where they can. Yeah, it was it was in Western Australia. Yeah, yeah lovely lady, and yeah, so she was actually born in the air. And but uh, that's the point, isn't it? I mean, there must yeah. be other stories like that. Oh. And her birth certificate, they had to. What, what was it? They <laughs> well, had they to. They have to make a suburb because yeah. they're in the air. So yeah. I think where they landed, <laughs> yeah. where the plane landed, was where she was officially born on a birth certificate. Yeah, but it was in the air. I think it was in the Pilbara, if I remember rightly. But yeah, that, that was that was a cool story. Yeah. But because of that, she's become a pilot, and yeah. it's in her blood. You know, yeah. she loves aviation. So, so she wow. had her daughter here yesterday. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. that's gorgeous. Yeah. And and speaking of she being a pilot, like the whole point of yesterday was to try to emphasise the fact that women uh, have access to various careers in aviation now. And so, if they thought you were the pilot and the nurse, I would hope you, Kim, would have been thought of as the pilot and John was the nurse because these days that's... Uh, we what have said that. Exactly. Have you? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing that we are trying to promote, so I just want to give it a little bit of airtime if I can, is our brand new first aid kits that are fully endorsed by the Flying Doctors called Rescue Swag. People are absolutely amazed with this Rescue Swag because you can utilise the whole, the whole first aid kit 
uh, the small explorers can be a sling, the outside cover can be used as a sling, the inside as a dry bag if you're canoeing or hiking, it's just um, very universal and great for travellers and explorers. So we, we've got them on board and we're, we're promoting them where we can as well to help people with a bit of first aid. And where would I get one of those? Uh, rescueswag.com.au <laughs> I saw a few yesterday and they are amazing little kits, aren't they? So, and the, the entire thing is usable. Oh, exactly. And it's, a, it's Queensland only at this stage. RFDS Queensland have bought the business, so to speak, and we get the 100% of the profits as well. Can I ask what sort of, what state is the RFDS in? I mean, it's been operating now for so many decades. Are you keeping up with uh, population changes and, and the economy and all of those kinds of things. How's the RFDS doing? It's, it con we constantly move and change with the economy. We've had a big restructure recently. We're employing more staff, which is amazing because basically on average we, we serve about uh, more than 250 episodes of care. So it's per, 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 per state, well, Queensland alone. Okay, okay. Yeah, and that's that's everything from the inter-hospital transfers to evacuations to mental health, all all the different episodes of care. But it's 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 a, what I'm trying to say is like mental health, for example, is, is more out there than what it used to be. Like more more of the farmers yes. are ne needing help, so we've got yes. more mental health clinicians than we've ever had. We're just employing more and more staff. Which is such a good yeah. thing. Yeah. So mm. we 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 are. We are keeping up with the, the want of healthcare, okay. basically. But people can obviously support the RFDS through your website with uh, donations and, and so on? Oh, absolutely. There's many ways to support us. You just need to visit the website. You, you can leave a, a gift in will. You can uh, fundraise, you can be a community fundraiser. You can uh, simply donate to our website. There's many ways. And we are, we are taking little donations on our travels as well. People, yeah. people love to just show the yeah. support, which is yeah. fantastic. Now, I was speaking to Rebecca in your Townsville office, I think, who did the booking for us for you to come here today. So if people are looking, they've got an event, they've got an organisation and they want you to come and visit them, who do they contact? Yeah, simply go to our website, theflyingdoctor.org.au and search for Queensland and then basically just search for uh, Simulator. Okay. <laughs> I think it's under what we do. We've just uh, up updated it, but okay. you will find it and you can express it your um, expression of interest and we are trying to logistically map out where we can visit this year. Yeah. I was speaking to a pilot the other day who flew for a while with RFDS and he gave me an interesting perspective. I, I mean to me you think of the medical crew and you think that obviously that's where all the action is if there's an evacuation or so on but here's the pilot uh, had nothing to do with that side of it but he was talking about the emotional engagement for him as a pilot uh, he was talking about when he was he was on the runway, I think it was Alice Springs, they were about to, to, go, to go, and the police were holding the family members back at the fence because they simply couldn't go on the aircraft, they couldn't go with the, the patient. And he said he was watching them and thinking, this is obviously life and death, and he felt engaged with it too. So all of your crew, obviously, and you guys too as uh, supporters of the uh, RFDS, are fully engaged in a life-saving enterprise. And uh, I mean, it's obvious to say that, but uh, there's a human element there too. And you mentioned mental health. I mean, there are stresses on all of you guys. Thank you so much for what you do. And uh, from the point of view of the Queensland Air Museum, thank you for coming in yesterday. It was fantastic having you here. I hope we can do this again. And uh, we look forward to more involvement with between QAM and RFDS in the future. So Kim, John, thank you very much. No, thank you. Appreciate it. Queensland Air Museum, loved the day yesterday. It was a great day, thank you.
So that's our episode, just a, a brief episode this week. It was great uh, to meet Kim and John and to uh, see their amazing RFDS uh, simulator, the King Air B200 simulator. And it was good not just uh, for, for our sake at the museum to have the Flying Doctor Service team and their simulator there. It was, uh, we would like to think, uh, good for them as well to be able to have them at an event where they can meet lots of new people and perhaps be involved in spreading the word, uh, raising funds, and perhaps even recruiting for the RFDS. We, of course, as I mentioned, have our beautiful de Havilland Drover Mark III VHFDR, the John Flynn, and uh, it's getting very close to completion. It's in the courtyard behind Hangar 1, if you'd like to come and have a look. And we would love to think that we can work with the Royal Flying Doctor Service in the future and be collaborating with their service and with our enterprise to preserve Australia's aviation heritage. So that's our episode. Thank you for listening. Next week we begin a two-part series, which I hope you love as much as I have. It's uh, focusing in on the story of Qantas uh, and the six Empire flying boats that were operated by Qantas in the 1930s. And uh, I'm speaking to a man named Paul Sheehan, who is the current leading world authority on the Empire Flying Boats. He's just finished and is in the process of publishing a 550-page definitive study of the Empire Flying Boats. We won't be able to do justice to every detail in that history, but because we spoke for quite some time and covered quite a a bit of territory, I've broken that topic into two episodes. So firstly, we're going to hear a little bit about the history of the Empire Flying Boats and uh, their design, their use in in, uh, the 1930s and 40s, And then we're going to focus in in the second episode on the Qantas story. Qantas operated six of these flying boats. And it's an amazing period of history. You know, the romance and the the drama and the adventure of uh, traveling across the world in these flying ocean liners. Um, And so that's next week, the Empire Flying Boats. Don't forget at the Queensland Air Museum, we are open every day except Christmas Day and Easter Friday. We are open from 10 till 4, and we would love to meet you. Come on in and see us soon. Bye for now.